Good evening, everyone. It's nice to be back, and it's nice to see all of you. Excuse my voice. I'm on the borderline of having a little bit of laryngitis. So let's start again. It's nice to be back. I'm Dr. George Andow, and we have a wonderful guest with us tonight. And you are joining A Journey Through Into Awareness. So I've had my show since September, and I love to explore the various many types of outlooks on life, outlooks on faith, visions and distortions on one's own journey. So I like to bring it all on my show because we're all connected. And it's an honor to always be here with each and every one of you. So my guest tonight has an incredible story. And before I introduce her, I asked her a moment ago, because she is really a very brave woman. And she's done a lot, an incredible amount of, of, of journeying in her life through into awareness, certainly. But I asked her, and I'm going to tell you why I asked her this. There was a segment in her book, which she wrote. Barbara Eady is her name, and you'll meet her in a moment. And it's Creating the Impossible, which is a great title. And in her book, she was talking about a situation she found herself in. And there were some very uh, traumatic difficulties. And she was able to go home. Home meaning to her parents. They were there for her. And I asked her, what would it have been like for you if you didn't have a family to go to? If you didn't have parents that you could have turned to? And I asked you that because I asked her that because in my journey, I've been on my own since I was very young. I left home when I was 16. And I never had a family I could go back to. And it made life very difficult for me. And I wanted to just illuminate that because not everyone listening had a family that they could go back to. And that's really important to recognize that although our stories might seem similar, there are circumstances of everyone's life that can be and most times are very different. Her answer was very moving to me. And she said, because she always knows that she's not alone and that God and her guides are with her always and around her. And I know that to be the absolute truth, but I did not know that back then. And so everyone is in different stages of their journey So as you join me tonight and you join me and us tonight and join me and other guests, I just ask you to be open to whatever comes up uniquely for you because you are an individual, beautiful, unique creation in the Christ. You are that creation of God. And your story does not have to be ours. It's yours. If you could just explore and find yourself in the center of it, somewhere in there. Thank you for hearing me. And thank you for joining us tonight. So I want to introduce Barbara Edie to everyone. Barbara, hi. Hello. Thank you so so much for coming on tonight. Thank you, Georgianne. This is, it's already been a pleasure. I I love that. Your great book that you wrote. So, Barbara, what made you write this book? What is it about your journey that had you know that you can create what seems like the impossible? Right. Well, I was actually a writer at the time and um, doing a different kind of writing, sort of travel and lifestyle writing. 
And I was guided. I was already at that point. I had a certain level of awareness and was living my life very intuitively. And I was guided to now actually put it into writing rather than just role model and live it in a certain way, but actually start writing and teaching it. And the reason I called it creating the impossible, it's based on a quote actually from Nelson Mandela, who said, it always seems impossible until it's done. So impossible is really a relative term. You know, when I work with people and their belief systems and in my own life too, I was able to do things, um, you know, have reach big goals or do things in my life. And people thought, wow, you're so brave or how can you do that? And it was really because I just, I had that belief that what is one person's idea of impossible is another person's completely uh, doable. And so, and when you use your intuitive guidance, like I was, as well as practical action, then the impossible quickly moves into the possible. Right. And, you can, and once you pierce that veil, others can follow behind you. It's the classic example, I'm sure you've heard many times, of the four-minute mile. You know, until someone else reframed it, that it was no longer impossible, Roger Bannister made it possible. And think how many people since have been able to do that. Mm -hmm. So it's really a matter of perception. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, as an analyst, whatever we're brought up around lives inside of us. So if we're brought up with a lot of negative, glass is half empty, um, we need to grow up and train ourselves through awareness of what we were taught so that we can work it through into a new perception that that was just what we were told and we're going to believe it. And so much of prejudice is like that, Mm -hmm. you know, in these times we're living in, um, you know, uh, I think I mentioned on the show before that we had a, a doctor that came to the house when I was a little girl and his name was Dr. Granger and he was a black man and he was beautiful. We never, we never, we weren't brought up to see any difference in color, race, none of it. It's just interesting. And again, there were others, no criticism that were brought up with different ideas of what that is. So um, you, you had, uh, you know, along the way with all of your wonderful journeys, you had some real significant uh, challenges, <laughs> um, you know, um, and I know that they're part of your book, so I don't mind asking you if you wouldn't mind talking about them and how that kind of brought you to spirit. Absolutely, George Ann. Well, in the book, one of my favorite co- quotes is um, that our soul will give us the experience we need to evolve. Right. And so even if it feels painful, even if it feels painful. Yes. And and we don't always know why. Right. From an intellectual point of view, our logical mind doesn't know what's happening on a, a soul level. And it's not for us necessarily to know or understand that. However, back to your question, yes, I had very um, some rather extreme experiences in my early my early adulthood, my, I had a great childhood, but um, so in my mid twenties, yeah, I was also always a very questioning person, you know, very curious, including the existential, um, yeah, existential kind of questions of, you know, why are we here? Anyway, I went through an experience where I had, um, really burnt out in my career and I was, I would call it like critically unhappy, but, but profoundly, profoundly sad and went into this dark night of the soul and actually ended up on a a psychiatric unit voluntarily because I got to the point I was even um, suicidal. And at one point when I started to regain some of my own awareness and connection, I went to the chapel 
you know, your spiritual um, counselor. And I just said, I was in such deep pain. I just looked up and I said, divine God source, whoever, if you exist, you have to show me a sign or, or I'm out because it's just too painful. And in that moment, Georgian, I had this transformational experience and just this golden light and warm energy just moved right through me. And for those listening who know about chakras, it was like my whole crown just opened up and this warm golden light moved through me and all the grief and pain and angst just lifted. And I looked up and I went, oh my God, you're real. Meaning there is this invisible energy, divine love. I know not everyone believes in God. That's totally okay. Doesn't matter what you call it. Um, I just know. I went from believing because I was I was raised in you know a loving Christian household, but I went from believing that there is this divine. I like to call it love around us to knowing to know and, and that we could we could connect with it and it could guide us. So I honestly um, walked out of the hospital, the psychiatric care, just days after that, and never looked back. You know, without antidepressants, without any other kind of treatment, and it was it really, yeah, it changed everything for me. Absolutely, and how I lived, yeah, and that's that's so powerful because there is a very significant difference mm-hmm. between believing mm-hmm. and knowing. Just like, you know, in my, in my outlook, there's a big difference between knowing about Jesus mm-hmm. and having a relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. There's a big difference. It's sort of like, oh yeah, Barbara Eady, I've heard all about her. Or I have a relationship with her. Mm-hmm. Very different. <laughs> totally. And mm-hmm. we'll talk more about that when we come back. So we'll be right back. I'm Dr. George Andow with my guest tonight, Barbara Eady, who wrote <laughs> Creating the Impossible. <laughs> and we're going to explore more of that when we come back to a journey through into awareness. Be right back. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Did you know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Inning. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, and many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. 
You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back to A Journey Through Into Awareness, and we're here tonight with Barbara Eady, author and coach, helping people create the life they want. So how do you do that? What is your process? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, again, after not only my awakening as we were talking before we went to the break um my own spiritual awakening awakening knowing knowing that we are um surrounded by this individual pardon me invisible energy but just because it's invisible doesn't mean it's not real it is indeed real and um and so we have this guidance around us that we're able to use and that is actually also quite willing and able and wanting to help us right if we ask love Mm-hmm. It's totally so, from love. From love, exactly. They are here, you know, guides, higher energy, whatever you want to call it, God. here to guide us. Anyway, so when I knew that that was available to me, um, that is how I started uh, living my own life. I would actually ask my intuition, okay, what should I, what's my next best move to do this? Or who can help me with this? And so, you know, my life became a lot easier. I was able How did you listen to hear? Yeah. How did I listen? Yeah. I, I got quiet and from a place of calm. And then I asked, but it comes from a place, intuition and your guidance is most active or able, you're able to receive it when you're peaceful if you're in your head, it is like static on the line, right? It, we can't receive it. You know, it's it's why practices like mindfulness now and meditation have become so mainstream. Because we have to get quiet and still to create that space so we can perceive what's all around us. And so that's really how of, I help others is, is doing that. Mm-hmm. Sorry to interrupt. For those yeah. of us, for those listening, um When we sit in meditation, our minds are going a mile a minute. The Buddhists call it monkey mind, Mm -hmm. swinging from one vine to the next. (laughs) I can't figure out whether I'm Tarzan or Cheetah. I think I'm probably more like Cheetah. (laughs) Any of you know that? I think I'm I'm dating myself. Anyway, he was the monkey. Um, And, uh, and, So it's very hard to become quiet, but where I experience, and I know that Barbara, I'm just speaking for her because we talked about this. It's really out of a place of desire. Mm -hmm. When we really desire and our being is in desire to receive out of believing, knowing we do receive God. Jesus speaks about this throughout scripture. God reveals it throughout the Old Testament and the New. So this isn't new to probably most of us listening. I could be wrong, but I would doubt there would be, maybe there would be, that would be great. An atheist listening to the show. I would welcome you. I would love it. Um, And if you ever have questions, you know how to get in touch with me. So um, anyway. And go ahead, Barbara, I'm sorry. I just had yeah. a... No, that, that is absolutely it. I believe when you, there's um, ask, believe, and receive. And as you said, when you ask from your heart, that, and this is science, this isn't just yes. spirituality, it's both. So I teach both, actually. The spirituality, as you've just expressed, but also the science of intuition. This energy... Um, 
coming from our heart is real energy. The heart has yes. its own energetic field, just yes. like our brain, but it's a yes. different type of energy. And it's that energy that connects us. That's like the bridge to source energy, right? And so when you back to how I help people, a lot of it is we're tuning into our heart energy with actual practices, simple practices, sometimes meditation, sometimes energetic techniques, but it's always, as you said too, you have to know what you want. You have to have a clear desire first to place the ask. It, otherwise it would be like going for dinner and the wa- the waiter doesn't know what to bring you. You know, so right, it comes from a place of genuine desire. But I also realized, you know, it's interesting you bring this up too. Everything is energy and everything is vibration. And the vibration of our ask and our desire does influence what we receive. Do you know what I mean? The the level of guidance and love we receive. And I, I believe, as I said in my own experience in that in that chapel. It was because I was at, I was asking from the depth of my heart. I really was. Yes. And then it was like, okay, you know, yes. there's some, I believe Neil Donald Walsh wrote this yes. in his, in one of his books, you know, God has sent us nothing but angels. Yes. Yeah. And when you know that, when you really ask from that genuine place, they show up yes. and they, and they show up in human form, not just divine form. And again, that's my belief. And that's been my experience in my life. Yes. I love that. And when, you know, if there's anyone listening and they are sort of thinking maybe, you know, oh, come on, you know, angels. um, When mm, we have to think about what Mary heard when she was going to carry Jesus, it was the angel Gabriel that came to her mm-hmm. and showed her that what it meant and spoke to her. Now, in, from the original Greek text, the word angel means messenger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what these higher beings are here mm-hmm. with God. Mm-hmm. And we all can be angels here also mm-hmm. on this earth plane to bring the messages like we're doing right now and like we gain from each other all the time. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting too, because, and I, I, I do speak to my patients, my clients about this, that when Jesus can always see what people needed when they would approach him, Mm -hmm. but Jesus always asked them, what is it you want me to do? for you because we have to name it and claim it before we can be given it. Mm -hmm. Jesus always said, knock and the door shall be opened. Ask and you shall receive. Mm -hmm. So we're not going to ask for a menu. (laughs) We're going to be brought the menu. We're going to ask for the meal we want. Exactly. I'm just being silly. You know, I have to be silly a little. You, but in either case, you need to know what you want. That's yeah. right. Why right. Are you? Mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And um, I, um, you know, we have another uh, similarity too out of us talking that, you know, some real bodily injuries mm-hmm. that we've had in this life. I certainly have. Mm-hmm. And I know that you have. And mm-hmm. You know, you're lovely and you really have turned it around for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, you mentioned earlier, I've had um, a few different extreme experiences in my my life. Right. So that as a, you know, that key experience, that spiritual awakening, again, gave me a different level of awareness. And but it was after that, that yes, and not long, it was only the following year I was hit as a pedestrian and went flying, like landed on the hood of a a moving car driven by a 16 year old. That was one event. And in the same year, later in the fall, uh, 
I was hit by a drunk driver. And uh, unfortunately, my sister who was with me died instantly in the passenger seat. So I was honestly colliding with life, like collisions, physical collisions were happening to me, hit as a pedestrian, drunk driver. And then a couple of years later, another teenage driver made a U-turn on the highway and almost took me off the, off the road. Anyway, but in every case, um, Georgianne, it was honestly a miracle that I walked away from those collisions. Right? So again, back to what I say to people, well, miracles, again, are a matter of perception, really, right? And, um, but I was able, in, in, even in those cases, I believe my intuition guided me um, at the last moment. Like it said, when I was hit um, by the, the, as a pedestrian, it told me just before I, I met the car's hood, it said jump. And I made this huge mm-hmm. jump and landed on the hood rather than her literally taking out my legs. Right? Mm-hmm. Different experience. Uh, when I was during the night of the drunk driving experience and I, you know, I saw these headlights on the road and I thought, wow, is that car like in my lane or is it just, you know, an illusion? And I can't quite, cause it was just a single lane highway. Anyway, my intuition just said, stay where you are, meaning don't go left. Don't hit the ditch, stay where you are. And I did that and it saved my life according to the, the police in Canada, they're called the RCMP. So they said four inches saved my life because had I moved and, you know, gone a little more to the right to avoid the oncoming car, the angle of the collision, the driver, the drunk driver would have killed me as well. Because again, my sister in the passenger seat was right beside me. She was literally inches from me. You're listening to... Yeah. And anyway... I'm so sorry. We need to take a... Oh, okay. We'll come back. We need to take... We'll be right back. Um, (laughs) And, you know, your sister, I mean, how do you make sense of this, right? It's Mm -hmm. so painful, right? I'm sure that was very difficult for you, Mm -hmm. right? Make sense of this? We'll Mm -hmm. We'll be right back. We'll be right back with a journey through into awareness with Barbara Eadie. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We'll be right back. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. 
They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to A Journey Through Into Awareness. For those of you just tuning in, I'm Dr. George Andow, and our guest tonight is Barbara Eady, author of Creating the Impossible. And she was talking about how she helps her patients, her clients, know how to do that. <laughs> and that what is impossible? Is anything really impossible? Or is it just our view and perception on it? Mm-hmm. So, um, I know how I help my, and I spoke about it before. How do you help your clients move away from their conditioning on their belief systems that they were brought up with to take on a new way of living and seeing life? Right. Well, I, the first thing I do, I, think the most important principle I teach is follow your own truth. It's the first chapter in the book for a reason. And what I mean by your own truth is not only what do you believe to be true, but what do you want to believe to be true despite outside appearances or circumstances, right? Because we can choose our own truth, right? And, you know, the Buddhists say, I used to have a uh, Buddhist meditation teacher, he'd say, even Buddha would say, don't take what I say to be true, have your own experience. So that's what I say to people, have your own experience about what, what is true for you, you know, to thine own self be true. Mm -hmm. And be curious, but don't be um yeah don't be so fixed in your yes. beliefs you yes. know just just be, just be open you you can everyone is entitled to to believe what you believe but you can also be open and be yes. curious and what i like to say embrace the mystery because there are many things of this world we do not know i right? think probably most Exactly. <laughs> I think most, yes. you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, I always uh, also say that, uh, you know, I want to be able to, you know, stand in uh, my own truth based on my experience, but I want to stand in it like a willow tree, not an oak. Mm-hmm. An oak tree stands firm, mm-hmm. you know, solid mm-hmm. and a willow tree kind of moves you know, and sways, right, Mm -hmm. exactly. Mm -hmm. So I love this section here on alchemy from your book, Mm -hmm. um, you know, turning lead into gold. And I love that because scripture talks a lot about that. And Jesus also says, you can't put new wine in an old wine skin because you (laughs) ruin both. You ruin both. You lose both. Mm. But I remember, I, I love this, Barbara. It says, remember that all things which happen to you are raw materials, endlessly fertile, endlessly yielding of thoughts that could change your life and go on doing forever. So fear not, my friend, the darkness is gentler than you think. Mm-hmm. That is really beautiful. And I never heard of this Ben Oakry before. No, it is from something I read as well. Yeah, that is not my quote. Beautiful. It's attributed it there. Is yes. Beautiful. Yeah. But right. So back to the lead 
our, our darkness, the lead, yes. right, in our life. Yeah. In, as we mentioned earlier in my experience, I had some very extreme accidents and collisions with life. And that, you know, people could look at that as, you know, dark, heavy lead. But you can, how do you turn it into gold? Your show is all about awareness. All of that brought me new perception, new amer- new awareness, Georgianne, and really miracles. Like, were they miracles? Or, again, was I guided? Both, in my Both. opinion. And, and as I said earlier, my model really is embrace the mystery. And that also came to me in a higher reading when you were asking me, you know, how can some people just keep living for, um, for example, after my sister was killed instantly in the drunk driving accident, you know, of course we must honor the human loss. The human loss is real, right? It is emotional, but from a soul perspective, I believe all is again in divine order, but we might not know exactly what that means. Do you know what I'm saying? Like from a soul perspective, as I said early, earlier, we can't know with our human analytical minds. Uh, but, but we can embrace the mystery of life and um, that all will be well. And I've been able, you said earlier, you know, I've been able to have a peaceful, joyful life because just shifting that, yes, our soul can, can evolve. We can turn darkness into to lead into gold, darkness into light. Um, but we can, yes, we can also create from joy, not just from pain. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, I love what you're saying. What were we saying two seconds ago? You're talking about the lead and the light and the gold. Well, turning lead into gold. So you can turn your pain into your painful experiences. You can see them as part of your evolution, right? Yes. As part of your awareness, like, like the awakening I spoke at earlier, spoke of earlier in the show, that spiritual awakening was me going from believing to knowing yeah, that I was that I was always yes. going to be okay, yeah. and I am always okay. Yes, <laughs> and that we are more. The other thing it taught me that I think will be helpful for people to hear: we are so much more than our physical bodies. Yes, you know, as you were saying, we're conditioned to believe. Okay, when we leave the planet, this body goes and we're done. That is not my belief. No. I you know. And no, uh, no, no. Well, Jesus- we're so much more than our physical. There's so much yeah. more. Yes. Uh, around us. And that is here to love and guide us. Mm-hmm. There's so much I want to say, um, <laughs> but I don't, I want to make sure. So miracles, miracles are everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Miracles are everywhere. Mm-hmm. What isn't a miracle? Mm-hmm. Waking mm-hmm. up and breathing is a miracle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Watching <laughs> a weed grow out of a crack in a sidewalk mm-hmm. is a miracle. Exactly. You know, can we pray for the grace to have that outlook on life? We could just as easy have that outlook mm-hmm. as turning our eyes, our nose up at a flower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we have free will. Mm-hmm. We have choice mm-hmm. of how we want to view. You know, Jesus came to bring a, con- a whole new consciousness to humanity, mm-hmm. which is ever-growing. You know, mm-hmm. God creates what continues to create. <laughs> it yes. never stops. Mm-hmm. It never mm-hmm. stops. Mm-hmm. Really, really beautiful, mm-hmm. you know? And this is the point I'm hearing also, Barbara, is that we can grow, even blossom through adversity, even uncertainty. Exactly. And back to what I said earlier, embracing the mystery, you know, it's really about reframing because a lot of the people um, who work with me, their their number one block in in creating what they love is fear, right? How am I going to do it? Or I'm so scared or um, that'll never happen for me. That's impossible, quote. 
And if we look at uncertainty, if we reframe it, you know, the energy of uncertainty, fear and excitement are the same vibration. So why not reframe it and say, oh, well, it could be exciting, you know, back to the mystery. I could be open to something new. You know, that's where innovation and imagination and all what many people would call a miracle in our world come from are the space of the unknown. Yes. Einstein, imagination is more powerful than intellect. Yes. Right. Steve Jobs, you know, our cell phones, people could say are a miracle. There are material things and there are energetic things that are miracles, flowers, nature, like you said, and who said, you know, you either see life as everything is a miracle or nothing is a miracle. Right? You, that's not my quote. I, I not, <laughs> but you know, it's true. It's perception. When you were speaking before about um, mm-hmm. your sister and um, I forget the way you phrased it, but the point that I want to make is God doesn't, you were saying that everything is can be looked at as divine. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't understand it with our human brain. Mm-hmm. God doesn't cause bad things to happen. I want to just make that clear. God doesn't cause bad things to happen. And, you know, out of my love of the Gospels and studying, you know, theology and scripture, I've come to be very clear that what does happen, God will use. Mm-hmm. Nothing is wasted. God will use for the enlightenment or to bring fullness to all the rest of humanity, all the rest of creation, like God did with his son in Christ, in Jesus. Jesus is the Christ. Christ isn't Jesus's last name. Jesus is the Christ, which is, was, and always will be spoken about in, I think, the first book of the Torah, which is the Pentateuch, which is the Jewish Bible. Mm. So um, so we'll be back. We have a little bit of time left, which is great, but we'll be right back. Thank you for joining Barbara Eady and myself tonight on a journey through into awareness. We'll be right back. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day.
Welcome back <laughs> to a journey through into awareness with Barbara Edie. There's so much I want to say about her. So, um, what would you like? Uh, there's, there's so much in the book. Is there something you want to mention else, Barbara? Well, the key things we've, we've touched upon, you know, follow your own truth, meaning have your own experience about what you believe to be true for yourself and for what's possible for you and your life. And also, as I said, it really is my own um, motto in life, embrace the mystery. Because not everything that happens, you were alluding to before, people think, oh, why does God allow these bad things to happen? Or whoever they think are creating bad things. You know, the um, again, that quote, things are neither good nor bad, but thinking makes right. it so. So it's Absolutely. a matter of what we perceive to be bad, what Powerful. we perceive to be good. It's perception. And in my case, you know, the accident that killed my sister, you know, yes, traumatic on a human level. But on a soul level, you know, I've had readings that said that was her time to to leave. She had fulfilled her mission in this physical body. And she is now my guide on the other side. I also believe in guardian angels and, you know, we're able to communicate with loved ones on the other side. I communicate with my sister. You know, I, I feel her energetically. And she's now like one of my my guides. So... Um, you know, so again, we don't know back to, we can't grasp everything rationally because the higher realms, this is not logical and rational. It's above that, right? Right. A a different level of consciousness. But yeah, I'd say to people, embrace the mystery, um, and know that even through pain, you can still have a joyful, peaceful, beautiful life. I think that's also the example I'm here to role model for other people. Because again, when they read, whether it's they read my book or they hear the experiences I've had, yes, I've known deep pain as many people have, Georgianne. But we can still choose to have a beautiful, wonderful, amazing life. Absolutely. What you do. Mm, yeah. And and it continues to be amazing. <laughs> yes. And you know, my you know, colleagues of mine, you know, the, you know, like yourself, just really beautiful people, you know, they're 80, 85. Their life is continuing to be on un, to unfold. Mm-hmm. And, you know, may we continue to learn and grow mm-hmm. to the very last breath and then some. <laughs> exactly and then and some then. and then some absolutely Barbara beautiful absolutely beautiful mm-hmm. we all have so much and that you know when we say our life is beautiful and it's good and it doesn't mean we there aren't days when I struggle and life feels difficult and doesn't mean that there aren't days where it's like oh I don't even want to get up or it's they're rare, mm-hmm. but they're there. And, <laughs> sure. you know, I I certainly don't ever want to be looked at as having it all together because I certainly do not. I just know that I don't. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going through life pretending like I do. Well, again, that's the human journey, right? So it's back to embrace the mystery, and that means embrace the journey. Um, All of it. Bumps, you know, if we didn't have the bumps on the road, and however big the bumps or obstacles are, you know, it's back to the lead and the gold, the dark and the light. You need one to have the other, right? If 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 life was just one big easy path, well. Honestly, it wouldn't it wouldn't be as meaningful, or it wouldn't be, um, yeah, it, it it just wouldn't have the same magic. I'll put it that way. You know, I really believe there's so much magic in the world, and um, you know, it's it's funny. I I watch. We were talking earlier about there's so much information in the world, but not necessarily a lot of wisdom. 
some of my little nuggets of wisdom come from animated films I've been watching. <laughs> I was watching Mulan and it said the flower that blooms in adversity is often the rarest. And so I think that's another message, you know, like look at the, look at the time we're experiencing yes. now. Is it good? Is it bad? Yes, there's absolutely yes. yes. There is awakening and there are good things and old systems crumbling and old paradigms um and and things that we needed to come to the forefront to be able to deal with them. Right? Different awareness. Absolutely. Different awakenings. And we couldn't have one without the other. We couldn't. Absolutely. So, yeah. And, and that's, you know, that's back to creating the impossible. What it takes to bring your vision to life. For me, yeah, it takes being open. It, it takes being willing. You know, it's really willing to experience something new. Willing. willing to believe. That, that should be all of our prayer, if I may be so bold to say. Mm-hmm. That you know, God, higher power, the God of your understanding, Jesus, make me willing. Mm-hmm. Help me to be willing to see, to hear, to live in mystery, to whatever. Because mm-hmm. if we're not willing, we're mm-hmm. closed down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're closed down. We're defended mm-hmm. and uh. What's the word I, I want to say? We're defended and resistant. Mm-hmm. Resistant mm-hmm. to what could be. <laughs> right. And, and that comes back to that expression, you know, suffering is optional. It's not that we don't suffer. Or it's not that we don't experience pain, but suffering is optional. That's a different thing. And, and, and as it, I said, I don't want people to think I, I'm not, it's not my intention to sound harsh. Yes, there is real pain in the world, but we don't have to suffer through it. We can move through it. And if part of moving through it for any of us mm-hmm. is to have moments of suffering, so be it. Mm-hmm. Suffer. Do not, can we pray to not indulge ourselves mm-hmm. in that suffering? Because we can all be very indulgent. (laughs) We can all be very indulgent in all the different ways of life. Mm -hmm. In all the different ways of life and living. And it's interesting because it seems to me that something good can be, we can find the whisper of grace and goodness in everything that seemingly appears bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, you know, Jesus on the cross, look at what God did with that. But all the disciples were freaking out because they expected it to be so different. You with your sister, you know, how you worked that through and how so much of what you shared with me, the light and the beauty has been given to you out of that how we live and how we die is sets magnitudes for each other mm-hmm. there's a collective consciousness and we all bounce off each other mm-hmm. there's so much value to look at that our words have heavy meaning as do our thoughts we influence one another whether we realize it or not Mm-hmm. So I'm going, I'd like to end in prayer, if that's okay with you. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to end in prayer because we have a couple of minutes left. Loving God, you fill all things with the fullness and hope that we can never comprehend. Thank you for leading us into a time where more of reality is being unveiled for us all to see. We pray that you will take away our natural temptation for cynicism, denial, fear, and despair. Help us have the courage to awaken to greater truth 
greater humility, and greater care for one another. May we place our hope in what matters and what lasts, trusting in your eternal presence and love. Listen to our heart's longings at the collective family that we are in you. Listen for our longings for our healing of the suffering in this world, recognizing that we do not need to sit in the soul of suffering. And we know, Lord, good God, that you are hearing us better than we can hear ourselves. And we pray in all of the names of God. Amen. Barbara Edie, thank you so much for being here with me tonight, for joining us. And I want to thank all of you that tuned in. I want to thank you so much for being part of our journey. Good night, and I look forward to seeing you next week. And I want to thank Sam, Emily, and hold on. Mm, Wilvin, Wilvin. (laughs) who are the engineers for the show. Without them, we wouldn't have a successful show. So I want to thank you from my heart. Good night, everyone. And God bless. Good night, night, Barbara. Thank you. Thank Thank you for the beautiful prayer. Thank (laughs) you. Good night. Good night. Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. Hi, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. listeners looking to boost your business why not advertise on talk radio nyc with very reasonable rates interested simply send us a message on our website talkradio.nyc do you love or are you intrigued about new york city and its neighborhoods i'm jeff goodman host of rediscovering new york a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Howdy, I am Joseph.
Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 